My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. <laughs> brain's splitting off in so many different questions <laughs> that no one has the answers to. My dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. things upset me. What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, where we talk about ecstatics. Gary, how are you today? Doing well. First uh, first sesh after Duckstream. We had a very successful uh, Duckstream. Yeah. Yeah, successful Duckstream. Thanks, everybody who uh, tuned in to watch us uh, live. Yeah. Do this show and do other stuff. Sorry that the Days of Future Cast segment was a little abbreviated and we had to just randomly talk about TV shows that we didn't know because New Mutants <laughs> does not hold up to great scrutiny, apparently. <laughs> like, we could have gone moment by moment through the New Mutants, but really, did you know that uh, someday you will die? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like every every moment is precious? Every single moment I just moment found that out. And, yeah. Holy shit, guys. Um, have you heard about we're this? Fucked. This mortality yeah. thing? <laughs> have you heard the bad news? <laughs> um (laughs) so uh yeah thanks everybody who uh tuned in and donated though yeah we uh, we very much appreciate it um it was it was a hell of a turnout for everybody um like serious props to all of the duck feed people like you and cole and nick and will and brayton and uh jala and everybody else that's a part of that that did that did stuff like it's just Mm -hmm. it's just awesome to watch from the sidelines so yeah, you and Gwen also taking oh, yeah. Gwen. Uh, yeah, we, we individual shifts as well. Because Cole needs a lot of extra sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he, he specifically <laughs> said in the email when he sent out to schedule that he was like, I know, "We're doing shifts, so I don't actually need this, but I don't. I want okay. you guys to have the opportunity." And I'm like, "All right, Cole, like it's okay to want sleep." <laughs> like, I I'm just teasing him. I I I know that he would be fine with 12 hours. Oh yeah, of absolutely. sleep. I just I like to tease my boy. Uh, he's your boy you know? and you like to tease so i'm into it yeah he's, he's, he's like some some brother energy mm-hmm. um your yeah, brother your here, brother uh, and talk- I, the new podcast <laughs> my, brother, <laughs> my brother my brother and my brother <laughs> my brother and my brother is me um the uh we're talking about issue seven yes. of ecstatics this is uh moons of venus part two the mm-hmm. goodbye uh good guy bad guy uh, arc so somebody has broken in to the x mansion stolen a bunch of professor xavier suits uh we think that it is guy smith it probably isn't and we left off at a cliffhanger mm-hmm. where the ecstatics team is fighting them and venus de milo has a shot to take bad guy out but hesitates uh which is bad because the bad guy is about to kill uh Tyke. anarchist yeah yeah and we pick it up from right there uh Cover seems to be like just a basic kind of cover, nothing real exciting, like just people falling. Like <laughs> just this falling through space. Yeah, just you know, um, I don't know. Maybe like, there's a trampoline. We've fallen under. onto Hollywood. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about the fact that they could be on a super fun trampoline. Right. <laughs> like the I mean they got the Hollywood the sign, so like not the Hollywood sign, but yeah. a Hollywood sign right there. So like that's good. Like they they're probably a Professor Xavier's there. bounce house for gifted youngsters. I love it, dude. Imagine. Yeah. I bet he's got a trampoline <laughs> house in there, right? Like 
Dude, how much better would Cannonball have been in a in a, <laughs> in a, in a room full of uh, like just straight up trampolines? Like it would have been way less har- harmful to his body to stop blasting yeah, yeah. like that. Non vulnerable when I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna pick up right where we left off with uh, bad guy about to smash anarchist and uh, Venus de Milo being frozen in, in indecision. Yeah, part part of the retro style of this book is they do the cliffhangers and then like do the recap like a TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and you know they're they're saying there she she's not sure she can't do it if it's guy. Um, Xavier and Spike Freeman are watching. You know, uh, Xavier is going hmm, and Spike Freeman is saying no, like you have to take him out. That's not Guy Smith. That's bad Guy Smith. Uh, he's turned. Uh, but she can't TV do it. That that Xavier is watching. By the way, like what? What is this? Like a weird the, like Wii U situation? Like is this a like a, a Wii U that know. has the mutant gene on it? Like what are we doing with this bottom screen? <laughs> this is a gamer monitor. If I've ever seen one, right? Like he's probably sitting in a chair right now and like has on the bottom screen has like Belle Delphine on Switch, right? Like that's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top top contributor, Professor X. <laughs> uh, so she she can't do it. Yeah, she can't take the shot. Uh, but right before Tyke gets taken out, he kind of like saves himself, and also a uh, dead girl decides to save him. Yes, um, and. Dead girl is able to, even though her arm is being torn off, she's able to slash bad guy across the face with her claws, her coffin claws, her tombstone talons, mm. cold shivering, mm-hmm. shivering graffito from the home of the grave and the land of the freezing. <laughs> All right, girl. Yep. <laughs> Look, if you have um, a dead but, girl aesthetic, right? Like lean into it. Like go for it. I, I would. 100%. Mm-hmm. Ultimate goth GF. Um. <laughs> The uh, <laughs> need a goth girlfriend so, could text me through the Ouija board. <laughs> uh, the the important thing here is dead girl hurts him. Yes, mm-hmm. slashes yeah. him across the face, mm-hmm. and it works. Um, you know he he screams out in pain and runs away. Uh, this is the first time they've actually been able to hurt him. Yeah, um, and the team has it out. Like, hey, what the hell was that about? Yeah, Ty kind of you, know? you know dresses down Venus for like, hey, we're, I'm the the acting leader of this team. Like you. You need to be on board with what we're doing or else like none of this works. And of course, everybody is like piling on and basically accusing her of being in love with a uh, guy and not willing to, to do what is necessary because of that relationship and kind of teases her about like, you know, have you even are you, are you lovers? Have you even done the deed? And this is so stressful to her that she freaks out and she teleports and she like ex- not just teleport. She explodes and kind of knocks everybody down. Mm hmm. Yeah, like she just it's crazy to think that if she gets like stressed out or asked a question that she doesn't like, she blows up. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would I be do that. Rough so, stuff. Like, I, you know. yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's not even my mutant power. Uh, but then she admits, you know, she wanted to know the truth. We haven't done it. In fact, I haven't done it with anybody. I couldn't if I wanted to. And they, they do a very funny cut or cuts to, you know, we interrupt this special famine relief bulletin. Uh, <laughs> just all these kids starving the background. To say that Venus de Milo is a virgin. Yeah. Um, uh, and of course, this is t- you know, the person who takes it the hardest is uh, Professor X. <laughs> I mean, I know he was already wearing the black before he saw this, but he would have definitely changed, right? Like, he would have like, definitely changed into the black if he had seen, if he'd seen this and not, he wasn't wearing that. Imagine, like, Jean Grey asking why he's wearing a black arm armband. You know? <laughs> he's just like, what am I, child? <laughs> There's a secret that has been revealed. And she's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe oh, you should keep geez. this one to yourself. <laughs> uh, 
Guy Smith shows up in Professor Xavier's office and he's he's kind mm-hmm. of freaking out a little bit. Uh we could tell because the first thing he says is like maybe you should watch Seinfeld. Um and then he goes on to say that he's <laughs> has post ecstatics withdrawal syndrome. Um and he's he basically he's just completely out of it and he's there to demand that Xavier make him a new suit. Yeah. Basically he wanted to cut everything off. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't want to feel anything. You know, he says he wants to be Mr. Insensitive. Um Xavier presses an alarm button. Uh, because Xavier notices that he has cuts on his face at the same place where a bad guy got his cuts. Yes. Uh, uh, he says he cut himself shaving, but that is not true. This this button summons Brian Hussein, the scientist, as well as <laughs> some guys? <laughs> Who yeah, are these X guys? <laughs> yeah, they're just the weird, like, 70s science guys. Yeah. like uh, Who show up. Just, like, random henchmen. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I've never seen Xavier have henchmen before. Like, he has a team. The Y-Man. Yeah, where was Cyclops like the, at? Was he busy? What he do, like, yeah. <laughs> are these just multiple nope. men cast-offs? What are we doing? Oh, oh, man. The idea of getting multiple, like, they're multiple men, that would have been great. Uh, instead, they're just fellas that Xavier <laughs> hires, local workmen. Hey, fella. Um, um, hey, fella. <laughs> uh, but, he, but he says this is an ecstatics problem now. Yeah. You know, he lets him go because uh, he doesn't want Mr. Sensitive to kill his normal men. Um, and we cut over to uh, Venus de Milo waking up from a nightmare. Yes. Um, in her, like, nude suit. Yeah, so this is like her her bedtime suit, which is just an all red suit with weird ears on them. Um, and she's yeah. been she's been kind of stressed out because of, she's been trying to find her family in the dimension that Xavier has convinced her that they, she has warped them to, but she hasn't been able to do it. Instead, she brought back something last time, but we don't really know what it is. But she brought, brought back something weird, and she's been feeling kind of kind of suspect about it ever since. Um, mm-hmm. She decides to take a walk and runs into Dupe, who is just out there recording for some for no reason. Yep. Just recording her nude. Of course. And runs into Spike and Tyke. Spike and Tyke. Uh, you know? Uh, and G interrupts this conversation where Spike is uh, telling Tyke that he should be the new leader. Like, we don't want to wait until we take out Guy. We're going to make you official tomorrow. Yeah. And obviously she has a problem with this. She likes Guy Smith. Um, and Tyke interrupts her and says, hey, if you had just, like, if you hadn't cut me off, you would have heard me say no. This whole stuff with Guy has to be taken care of first. And then I'll yeah. be the leader. Um, I love Spike, like, you know, trying to play ball with him. Like, sure, bro. Word. <laughs> Word. I can dig that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank you, Mr. White Man. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and. Venus de Milo says, thank you. I appreciate this. And he's like, I'm not doing this for you. Like he was my friend. Like I, we, we, we watched people die together. We fought together. Like we're, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, and we may have to eliminate him, but I'm not going to steal the man's job. Like I still consider him a friend. Um, I'm not going to just steal his job out from under him when I, mm-hmm. when I don't know for sure. Yeah. Uh, and just again, bringing up the specter of taking him out. Um, we cut over to like kind of our B plot here where uh, we have Solomon O'Sullivan and his uh the writing that's on his chest is now coming up in code uh in like equations and encryption and stuff um and he's just like yeah this feels really weird um this just spoiler this i don't understand why this is happening yeah i don't get this uh, at all like and it doesn't like, like even dude, having read the, the arc the dude dies here in a few few issues so like what what do we even care but like I also really like his question mark on his little mail trail, though. That's, you know, got the Riddler tattoo going down yeah, yeah. to heaven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the the Riddler tattoo right above your, your genital is a, is a bull move. It's huge. Huge. You know? um, he's super oh. stressed out about this. Uh, Shannon? Ch- uh, no, no, Sally? Sharon Ginsburg. Sharon. 
is still there. Sharon yeah. is our mutant lawyer. She has wings. And she's hanging out in like her underwear in this in this townhouse when she says like, "Hey, we're gonna go get um bad guy and we're, we're gonna put him on our team and we're going to to like we're gonna we're gonna get our revenge on the ecstatics by doing this." And he's like, yeah. "Well, how are you gonna get him?" And she explains that she's been offering wing jobs. I guess is the only way to mm-hmm. wing jobs to one yeah. of the guys that runs a tracking system that's used by ecstatics. And keep in mind, as a reminder, like her wings are just skin. Yeah. It's real weird. Sure. Uh, you know, and it's got to be wing jobs. There's nothing else that she could be doing with her wings that I can think of that's like perving this dude out. Well, so. I mean, they are spiky. So. They, she, they could, she could be like just puncturing his skin yeah, or yeah. sounding or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, with wing tips. Or maybe just Off like oiling him up and just rubbing him all over him. Like, you know what I'm saying? I guess I have a wing thing, Gary. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, think that, I think that would be a wing job. I think if you get oiled up and rubbed by some wings, I think that's a, that's a wing job as well. <laughs> the, the wing guru massage. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I, was, I think we mentioned this last time. I'm so glad I don't have wings. Yeah. Like, can you imagine how hard it would be to sleep? Dude, you'd have to be sleeping you on your know? belly all the time. I hate sleeping on my belly. Can't do that. All the time? All the time. Yeah, like your back would just hurt all the time? Like, it's probably the way you feel, like, women feel because they have, like, if they have larger breasts. Like, it's just constant back pain, except you'd just be having constant chest pain because they're just weighing you down on the other side. Like, I'm sure your body would would grow muscles to cope cope with that, but it would still, like, it's still not just, like, night having wings. You know what I'm saying? I I just, uh, I I don't like the idea of, like, fully one-fourth of my sleeping positions being taken away. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem right to me. I'm trying to think, I wouldn't like, trade that for the ability to fly. Also, like sitting in chairs, <laughs> you know, sure. sitting, sitting on a couch, yeah, a chair, standing I mean, on a, a subway, you know, couches. Forget about it, dude. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff would be incredibly difficult. You think an Uber's going to let you yeah. in their car? Like they just vacuumed back there. No, they don't know what those do, wings it's not do. Not Uber XL XL enough <laughs> to, to get you in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no thank you um fuck yeah, a wing we go over to professor x uh where venus de milo is visiting and um basically they're de- talking about this thing that she brought back which is uh in in a protective tube in xavier's like science lab mm-hmm. um, but he doesn't really want to talk about that uh he wants to nope. talk about <laughs> like hey i saw you tell everybody in the world that you're a virgin like you want to you want that suit yet you want that you want that suit yeah can i address that for you please um she there's this great little bit where she's like yeah you know now that britney has gone over because you remember that was a big deal when she said she was a virgin mm-hmm. uh and i love that she's been offered a, a small fortune to cover like a virgin and said she'd do it if the neptunes produce yeah really cemented this in a, in, in a time and place <laughs> yeah. uh you know so he brings up the suit again and she's like i didn't talk about the fucking suit <laughs> like i didn't come here for I that don't. for once in your life please stop uh, telling t- stop pushing the suit on me i'll come to you when i'm ready yeah uh you know and she brings up guy and he you know he mentions that he came to see uh see her uh basically he says like you know he seemed desperate and scared you're his only chance like try to get him alone and try to persuade him to stop being a bad guy but he does tell her that he you had the, the scratch marks on his face just like dead girl gave the bad yeah guy. um yeah and he says you have to do this and she says for ecstatics and she says no for you um yeah we go over to uh, the lawyer with wings who is coming mm-hmm. down to find bad guy and basically saying like, Hey, I'm a lawyer, Sharon Ginsburg. I'm a mutant and I want to cut a deal. Like, let's do some work together. Let's, let's be business pals. And over at the ecstatic headquarters, uh, I've already forgotten her name. Lacuna is doing the same thing with ecstatics being like, Hey, 
we can do this and then we can have like a, a special episode on my show and it'll be a huge deal it'll be it's a win-win situation for everybody like i'll get numbers mm-hmm. you guys will get publicity this will be great well and you'll, you'll figure out whether he's guy smith yeah. like i might take off his mask you know um so you know we cut over uh to where they're doing that and they're kind of you know doing their relationship between dead girl and vs de milo they're kind of sniping at each other mm-hmm. um as they go into this food cart for food court um here and uh one of the suits stops lacuna from doing that um they're like defenses um and you know because they can't figure out if it's really guy venus decides to play her her card here and uh teleports guy or you know bad guy and herself away yeah um alone you know she thinks it's a good idea to talk to guy smith Uh, it turns out this is a bad idea um as we cut over uh you know there's a lot of like great little panel or like page turn Mm -hmm. things in this um, I love, you know, we get the scene of Solomon O'Sullivan getting drunk on the floor, trying to, uh, learn his code, reading all these Marvel universe, uh, things like <laughs> Tony Stark armor instructions and scroll phonetics scroll, volume five. Scroll phonetics is a great, great bit. I love that a whole lot. <laughs> like a good magazine. You know, Reed Richards has to have a couple of, or probably wrote a couple of those, right? Like he's, he's all oh, yeah, in he's on this. Publishes that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, all the writing on his chest uh, kind of contorts to say that Guy Smith is not bad guy. Uh, there's a really weird, um, it says it in smaller font above his nipple, and the nipple looks like a little smiley face. Yep. Uh, and strange. it's real weird. It's a very weird Guy looking Smith is not nipple. bad guy, nipple. Um, you know? You know, you know things have gotten bad when you're when you're on the floor getting drunk with pajama pants and socks loosely on your feet. Like that's how you know, yeah. like that's like, you're not you're not rock bottom yet, but you know what I'm saying. You're but you're well on your way. So this is either a good Christmas morning or a bad any other day morning <laughs> that he's, he's having. Um, when we flip the page, we see guy driving somewhere. We don't know where. We see trees in the background, but then on the next panel, we see uh, Venus DeMilo and bad guy confronting one another, and then on the on the third section of the page, we see uh, Xavier and Brian Poussaint. Cannot believe this is just Brian Poussaint just like hanging yeah, out. Like with super, gills. Super fucking like, weird. What if Brian Poussaint could breathe underwater? Can you imagine the power? God, the comedy sketches, dude. I could just imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be roasting <laughs> Aquaman constantly. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> yeah. But this is where he, Xavier figures out like the little shell thing was not actually the creature. They don't have a dead creature. They just have its shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that the creature that came over from the dark dimension is what uh, is wearing the suits. Yes. Um, again, very cinematic. Like after this, it cuts over to the, an alley where Shannon Ginsburg has had one of her wings ripped off. Yes. Um, is lying in a pool of her own blood. Both of her wings ripped off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there yeah. we go. Um, and then the caption is just, uh, I, I know you don't want to hurt me, which is colored in Venus's text box style, um, where she is trying to get through to what she believes is Guy. Um, and saying, you know, like it, he, he, she brought him back to this cabin where she sent her family into another dimension because like just to, to make it to make it feel make her feel more comfortable, make him feel more comfortable. Um, and she's asking him, like, hey, take off the suit. Just talk to me. You know, you can Xavier can help you. He helped all of us. And then he takes off his helmet and she's surprised. And it's very obviously not guy based on the color of his ear, which is all we can see. And it says to be concluded. Yeah, yeah it's the reveal. Um, one of the things I, I wanted to bring up, we, we brought this up throughout this issue and we brought up the last couple episodes, but one of the things I really love about how, uh, Mike Allred and Peter Milligan work together are the way they do those page reveals mm-hmm. like that. Um, I'm reading the Jason Aaron Wolverine run 
uh, in my spare time. And he's really good at that as well. Um, but there are so many comics I've read where like the person, you know, the, they don't do anything with that, mm-hmm. but this ends up feeling extremely cinematic the way they have the dialogue overlapping pages, you know, you'll have like voiceover, you know, come in yeah. before, you know, they'll show Sharon Gin- Ginsburg and then have Vias Milo's voice. It just feels extremely cinematic. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in a way that, uh, just shows a lot of craftsmanship. Yeah, it's um, it's actually like kind of using understanding the medium and like really using it in a way that some people just don't like a like a well edited or well directed movie or TV show is. Um, mm-hmm. like you could give all of the same tools that you know that guy that made Fargo right has, and like you could make a, a clone of that that wouldn't be anywhere near as good, just because you know you don't have the instinctual like ability to make those dramatic moments pop like that. Yeah, it's really cool when. Uh, somebody uses the medium yeah there's also uh, as we mentioned a couple episodes ago this is where the letters column pops in which is basically there to uh you know to tro- troll people mm-hmm. um and there's this uh this letter here from marcus uh vasilik from new york who says uh i've read marvel for years and years i enjoy the comic x-force that is until you mutate it with those characters who had become ecstatics they suck and i have to say that the artwork of the comic looks like it was drawn by somebody who had stuck a pencil pencil up their nostril the art is horrible i know children who are in kindergarten who can draw better than this please bring back cannonball and the crew they deserve their book back and please bury the ecstatics crew put them out of their misery and the editorial response is is that you mark marlar <laughs> uh which i think is, is pretty funny extremely uh, funny to me yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the letters column of this was was very good as well. Yeah, it's a lot of people complaining, a lot of them just not giving a shit about it. So, um, yeah, which is one of my favorite like, things. People, so. well, the book was a huge hit. Like it, you know, it was like in Rolling Stone and everything like that. Like we mm-hmm. talked about that. It's just there's some people who are just like, no, I gotta find out what Domino's up to. <laughs> I need to know uh, what's happening <laughs> to Guthrie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's uh, that's it. This episode. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get the conclusion of this arc next episode. Yep. Uh, until then, if you want to support this show and the network, you can go to patreon.com slash techvtv and pledge a couple of bucks per month. Get all kinds of exclusive benefits for doing so. So go check all of those out. Uh, you can leave ratings and reviews if you'd like to. Tell your friends about the podcast. All of that good stuff. We're on Twitter, but we hardly ever tweet. So uh, just you know, go to at DOFC podcast if you want to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Individually, we're on Twitter and we tweet more. That's true. I've been, at, I've been, uh, I've been tweeting Gigi gifts Gura. of my wife cooking, so that's fun. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's, that's the kind of content you're <laughs> per- looking for. Holla, perverts. Um, <laughs> the- <laughs> I'm going to try um, to put it together yeah. for the next Duck stream so I can actually, we can do a segment, like an autumn cooking segment, which I think would be. Oh, that'd be awesome. I think it would be super cool. That'd be I just, incredible. I don't know, like, anything about doing that. So, like, I'm, I'm scared I'm going to have to buy, like, $5,000 worth of cameras and, like, hang them from my ceiling or something. Like, it's ridiculous. So Yeah. It'll be worth it. Well, I would, it. I, I would just, yeah, just, exp- I'm going to make you guys pay for my $5,000 for the cameras so I can <laughs> stream two hours on Duck Strike Stream. <laughs> well, Cole needs his rest rest, so it's worth it. <laughs> Kidding. Bye, everybody. We'll see you soon. <laughs>